Welcome back to This Week in Video Games and this is the News Roundup, giving you all the latest video game news you need to know in just about 10 minutes. If you find this useful, don't forget to like, share and subscribe on YouTube and also your favourite podcast app. Links are down below in the description or the show notes. Well, it's the 21st of June 2021, so let's get into the news. Well, first up this week, Cyberpunk 2077 finally returns to the PlayStation Store, still with a warning not to buy for base PS4. This one comes from Tom Phillips out of Eurogamer. So the PlayStation 4 version of Cyberpunk is back on the PlayStation Store, but Sony still recommends that you do not buy it on the base PS4 console. In a message posted to PlayStation's Twitter this morning, Sony said that the work on the version of the game would continue throughout the year and that playing on PS4 Pro or PS5 consoles is recommended. So Eurogamer has verified the game is back on sale via the PlayStation Store on consoles and via the web too. And a further warning on Cyberpunk 2077 PlayStation Store reads, Important notice, users continue to experience performance issues with this game. Purchase for use on PS4 systems is not recommended, and for the best Cyberpunk experience on the PlayStation, play on PS4 Pro and PS5 systems. And this purchase will also be playable on the PS5. So last week, a big performance of bug fixing patch was released for Cyberpunk 2077, which included numerous crash fixes in animation, UI, scene, physics and gameplay systems. The patch also promises a reduction in the number of crashes through memory optimizations and memory management improvements in various systems. There was also a vague mention of various console CPU optimizations. So we had known that Cyberpunk 2077 would return to the PlayStation Store at some point today, six months after it was pulled from sale back in December 2020 after launching in a woeful state on last-gen consoles. An update specifically for the PlayStation 5 will launch later in 2021 alongside a similar release for Xbox Series X. Well, next up in the news, Nintendo president comments on new Switch hardware, and this one comes from Ben Reeves out of Game Informer. So rumours have circulated for months and months that Nintendo is working on some kind of updated Switch hardware, a Nintendo Switch Pro, that would feature a bigger screen and be capable of outputting in 4K resolution. But E3 has come and gone and Nintendo didn't announce any such device. Is all hope gone that we could see an upgraded Switch before the end of the year? Maybe, or maybe not. Nintendo is keeping all of its cards very close to its vest. Well, President of America Doug Bowser addressed some of the Switch Pro rumours in a recent interview with the Washington Post, saying we're always looking at technology and how technology can enhance gameplay experiences. It's not technology for technology's sake, it's how specifically can technology enhance a gameplay experience. And then, where do you apply that technology? You know, do you want to apply it on current existing hardware or platforms, or do you want to wait for the next platform? And then, what is the right gameplay experience with that? There's a host of factors that goes into it, and it's something that we're always looking at. Bowser may have sidestepped the question about the new hardware a little bit, but he did go on to say, as we enter our fifth year, Nintendo Switch really is redefining what a console lifecycle can look like and the vibrancy of that overall lifecycle with a strong cadence of content. Nintendo might not need to release new hardware anytime soon. To date, the Switch has sold 85 million consoles as of April and remains one of Nintendo's successful pieces of hardware. Does that mean the company won't release a Switch upgrade in the future? Well, no. The real question is, when? And the answer to that is anyone's guess. Well, next up in the news, report of EA Motors' revival project sets tongues wagging, and this one comes from Tom Phillips out of Eurogamer. So Star Wars Squadron's developer EA Motive is working on the revival of an established fan-favourite IP. 
That's according to a comment made by Gamersby Ever Chatty Jeff Grubb, which is picked up by VGC and which tallies with the information that we've also heard. According to Grubb, EA plans to announce a project at its upcoming EA Play event in just a few weeks' time, so act surprised. What could it be? Well, a tease from Grubb makes it pretty obvious. We're going to see it if we're not dead first. So EA's Dead Space franchise has been mothballed since 2013, when Dead Space 3 launched to a lukewarm reception. Its addition of co-op, which completely changed the way the creepy sci-fi survival horror series played, was blamed on EA by fans at the time, but early ideas for Dead Space 4 were subsequently shelved, and the series put on indefinite hiatus. The first two Dead Space games remain beloved, though developer Visceral Games sadly shut down in 2017. The studio's final project was Amy Hennig's single-player Star Wars game, codenamed Ragtag, which also end up canned. EA has seemingly come around to the idea of big-budget single-player games again, so Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order did the numbers, while this year's long-awaited Mass Effect Legendary Edition has also been warmly received. So EA Play 2021 is due to take place on Thursday, the 22nd of July 2021. Well, next up in the news, George R.R. Martin's time working on Elden Ring ended years ago, and this one comes from John Carson out of Game Informer. So video games unsurprisingly take a long time to create, and the process unfolds in different ways for every game. Well, Elden Ring is like every other game in this respect, but it's been under the microscope this week in part because of the excitement from the fanbase, but also because we haven't heard much on it in quite a while. Following the premiere of the new trailer at Summer Game Fest, the silence of a key creative mind on the project has also been broken. So that person, of course, is the famed novelist and creator of A Song of Ice and Fire series, George R.R. Martin. So Martin was being recognised this week with his honorary doctorate awarded from his alma mater, Northwestern's Medal School of Journalism, and during an interview about his life and career with Chicago PBS affiliate WTTW, Martin's foray into game development was brought up and he spoke briefly on when he was part of the Elden Ring project, so my work in it was actually done years ago. These games, they're like movies, they took a long time to develop, says Martin. They wanted world building as big as a factor in fantasy and science fiction, and you're not only talking the characters and the plot, but the setting is almost as important as everything else, Martin says, and then lists famous fantasy worlds such as J.R.R. Tolkien's Middle Earth. And he continues to talk about his development time in Elden Ring. I worked up a fairly detailed background for them, and then they took it from there. So it sounds like Martin has been hands-off on the project since, and he wraps up on Elden Ring and his time working alongside From Software with this. And it's been several years since I last seen them, but they would come in every now and again and show me some of the monsters they designed, or the latest special effects and cool things, but the game has been slowly developing, and now it's just coming out in January, I believe, so I'll be excited as anyone just to see it. So while the Game of Thrones creator isn't personally writing all the juicy, lawful item descriptions himself, his early work on developing the setting and history of Elden Ring's The Lands Between will certainly echo throughout the game. So Elden Ring is set to release on the 21st of January 2022 for PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, Xbox Series S and X, Xbox One and PC2. But there is an abundance of Elden Ring knowledge to absorb in the meantime. Well, thank you so much for watching or listening, and for more video game news content like this, like, subscribe, and share with a friend. To join our community, check out the Discord link in the description, and you can follow me on Twitter at TWIVG Podcast. This Week in Video Games is also a patron, and you can find out more on patreon.com forward slash This Week in Video Games, where you can sign up for rewards like early access to the podcast, get your name in the credits of videos as well as exclusive content, special Discord roles, and community features too. Check out the links down there in the description or the show notes for more information. Well, thanks again. I'll see you soon.